Ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa. And I'm Siljana. And today's episode is all about shows because we all have plenty of time to watch a variety of shows now. That's right. And I had a lot of fun with this show. And I would also like to give a shout out to our listener, Tracy, for giving us the word of the week and making me binge watch a ton of shows. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks, Tracy. Do you mind if I go first? No, by all means, please give. Okay, fantastic. So I usually don't binge watch shows. I'm one of those people that has to watch an episode, usually Sunday night, HBO time, then digest it for a full week. And so I decided this week to look at recommendations friends gave me. So if a friend had ever said, oh, you should check out the show, I would check it out. I gave every show one to two episodes to decide if I wanted yes or no. And then I would give it a thumbs up. And luckily, everyone delivered. So I went to Prime and HBO. But first, before I did that, I read an article because you know how much we love articles, Lejana. We love to read our articles for sure. So the first article I read was BuzzFeed because it's a quality, journalistic, very <laughs> full of integrity website. And Honestly, it was 20. <laughs> I just it was like. 20... <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it was a little embarrassing. I'm not going to lie, but it was 28 sex fueled shows that you can stream right now. Yeah, that sounds about right for for the right. brand. <laughs> right. So but- <laughs> it's got listicles, it's got just, you know, the numbers, and it has sex in the name. So it was fine. So some of the ones on there were ones that you would easily guess, the Tudors, but they had to be streaming now. So like Game of Thrones wasn't really on there, but they did recommend it at the end. One thing that caught my eye was Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, I love me a good Beauty and the Beast. This one was, it stretched, it set, called it a TV show, but it was only a two-part TV show. Okay. And... But each one was 90 minutes. So I was like, this is like a movie combined with a TV show. And I committed to it because it was only, it was the two episode minimum. It was on Prime. It came out, I want to say last year. And it was terrible. I committed to three hours of my life. I know. So it's supposed to just have a guy, a prince who turns, you know, like a better dude because a lady influences him, shows him stop losing your mind, stop having a temper tantrum every time you're living alone like a bachelor. In this one, they combined Phantom of the Opera and Cruel Intentions. You remember that movie from back in the day? Oh yeah. I loved Cruel Intentions. Oh my God. So good. So instead of the beast being like, I'm falling in love with this lady beauty, they were like, oh, the prince's cousin who kind of wants to do him in a very weird way. She was like, hey, I'm going to bet you you can't sleep with her in 30 days. And he's like, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah. And if you don't, or if you do, I will marry someone else. But if you don't, I'll marry you. And I was like, this is very like cruel intentions. And then... 
They go through with the bet and it backfires on him. Again, just like cruel intentions. He's also wearing a mask and he's not a beast. I was like, he has one scar. And I just, everything was off. It was just off. And it didn't work out well. It didn't need to be three hours. It probably could have been an hour, 18. And that got a giant thumbs down. So that was my my f- one take from the 28 sex fueled shows that I was like, nope, nope. So I threw that article out the window. What I did do is go and look at what Tracy and some of my other friends had recommended. So have you seen on Netflix, Too Hot to Handle? So I keep seeing the advertisement for it, but I haven't watched it yet. Okay. I decided to jump full throttle because Carlene, our good friend and coworker, we watched Love is Blind and Tiger King because Carlene thought I would like it. Those were true. And she's like, you should check out Too Hot to Handle. It's our next Love is Blind. I gave it two episodes. That got a giant thumbs down. And here's why. I found the people too dumb. They were just beautiful people that just want to have flings. They meet up and some of these people are, are, are so dumb, just so dumb. And I, they could all like have blown up on the Island and I wouldn't care. (laughs) I was like, Oh gosh. Uh, One thing that is nice is if you like beautiful people and you like accents, they're from all over the world. And the premise is they basically can't kiss heavy petting is out. They can't obviously have sex with each other. And they also can't masturbate. Oh, boy. And if they make it, they get to split a pot, I believe, of $100,000. But if they do any of the following things I had mentioned, they lose money. Like the pot just goes down. But like how many people are on the show? Oh, let's see. There's there there's a gaggle. I would say there's easily 12 people, but I stopped counting. There's one guy that looks like Jesus who's like, I'm a really deep thinker. I was like, you are not a deep thinker. That's interesting. I wonder like, like, is it worth it? You know what I mean? Like hypothetically, if like all 12 people made it and then the pot is what you said, a hundred thousand, like that's, I mean, I guess it's still kind of a lot of money, but like not that much. Yeah. And like one guy was like, oh, if you lose like 3K, they lose 3K because there was some kissing happening. And he was like, that was like a trip to Dubai. And I was like, is it? Where are you going to Dubai from? I was like, I mean, 3K is nice. And I'm sorry you lost it because like two people decide to kiss it out, but whatever. Anyway, I so you might like it if you can deal with dumb people. I just couldn't handle the sillies. Just so much silly. Okay. So I moved on to some classy ones. Jack Ryan, that was oh. recommended by Tracy. And she had lots of pros and cons, like exciting, you know, because of we work for the federal government, you can kind of almost believe like, hey, I'm an analyst. At some point, they're going to need me to go in the field and solve some real problems. They're never going to need that. And you and me are in HR, so they definitely don't need that. But you know, it's a, it's a dream. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I started watching Jack Ryan. And after one episode, I was sold. I gave it a high thumbs up. It was high rating, good to go. Yeah, I've watched all of the Jack Ryan, like as like powered through the first season and probably like two days and second season was the same situation. Yeah. So there we go. Two two thumbs up. 
I then moved on to Modern Love, which was on Prime. I believe it's based on the book by Aziz Ansari. So I don't know that it is. I I thought that too, but it seems a little off. Okay. My friend Hallie had recommended it. And I remember she was a big Aziz Ansari fan. And I remember just hearing about, but I watched the first episode and I got all the feels that I do on when we watch Queer Eye, where I'm just like trying to hold back the little tears at the end. So two thumbs up if you're feeling like you need to get into a kind of sentimental phase and you're like, oh, and it was a cute story. I was like, is this going to get weird? I hope it doesn't get weird because it's being cute. And the premise is each episode is a different story. So the first episode is called Doorman, I think, Modern Romance with Doorman. And it's a female who's going through her normal life and like her interactions with her doorman. And it was adorable. Oh, he's also like a former Soviet. So like, that's just funny in and of itself where he's talking about like, I used to have person in sniper and I shoot him and she's like, I live in New York. That's, that's not relatable. So definitely cute. If you're feeling up to that, I've been watching Westworld. So that wasn't something new I picked up, but we decided to catch up on like the last three episodes. Uh-huh. Westworld is one of those shows that leave me thinking I'm too dumb for this. Oh, I like look. I, yeah. Like, there's a lot in every episode and I almost have to sit back and be like, okay, what did I just see? Me and Alex have long conversations after we watch an episode. We're like, okay, so wait, it's this. Okay. Why would it be this? Okay. What just happened? I have so many questions. Then So I gave it a thumbs up because as long as you are into a deep thinker and it's not, if you're feeling at the end of the day that you just want something to feel good to, Westworld isn't going to make you feel good. It may increase your paranoia actually, because they start to get into some data privacy issues. Oh, heck no. I can't. (laughs) Right. So if you, if you, if you need that, great. You're going to love this. If you don't, you should probably just binge watch some office episodes or some Parks and Recs. That's the feel good that you need. And then moving on to, oh, two fashion episodes, I'm going to call them. They're not really making the cut. I want to say it's Project Runway revamped. It's the Tim Gunn, Heidi Klum show. Mm-hmm. And that's on Prime. And then I did Next in Fashion with Oh, I've Frankie. watched Next in Fashion. Okay, good. So you can weigh in on that. So I wanted to do those two. I watched two episodes of each. I liked both, but I liked making the cut with Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum better. I think for Next in Fashion, I just didn't like the team so much. Yeah. I I don't know. I still feel very committed to the OG of Project Runway. It's just so good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so I agree with that. I wanted to continue with Project Runway-esque. So I give give them both. I would continue, but I would prioritize making the cut more just because I love me some Tim Gunn. And they're they're so friendly. I love Frankie Tan, but his partner is this kind of fashion-y lady that I just don't like as much as Heidi Klum. So it's more like Tim Gunn is from the DC area. 
Is he? I didn't know that. Yeah, I only know because he's actually opening up a salon. I think it's going to be in Georgetown, if I'm not mistaken. And the salon's going to be like a mini makeover. Like, (gasps) yeah. Like you go in and you're like, look, I need, I need help. Like, I just want you to give me a new look. And (gasps) he like, yeah. So that's supposed to be happening in the near future. What? Could that be a lady of leisure thing that we do? Sure. Oh my gosh. I I would let him tell me, stop putting pure coconut oil in your hair like a idiot. I'm telling you to stop putting coconut (laughs) oil She's like, maybe you don't like, need to pay big dollars Maybe for that. like a coconut oil hair mask. <laughs> oh, this is part of my normal routine. Also, you shouldn't be surprised. Last night before I went to bed, I was reading a book I borrowed from the library. It's how to make your own scrubs, DIY your own scrubs. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a lot of it's did. coconut oil based. <laughs> and I was but like, Virginia would tell me I've just to buy something. <laughs> I've done, I've made like, it's just like salt, like sea salt and like olive oil. Like, that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. This one tries to get a little fancier with essential oils and things like that. But I was like, okay, all right, fair enough. All right. Going back to some, I, so I did some restarts of shows. Like, have you done the thing where you start a show and you're like, this is good. And then for whatever reason, you just wander off. Yeah. No? Yeah. No, okay. I have. Right. So I went back to the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes, which that's is my favorite. Oh my God, I love her so much. And I loved her, but I went through three or four episodes. I was like, this is great. And then I just wandered off. And I find that with a lot of our episode shows, I will just wander off and be like, oh yeah. So I watched another episode. It's still great. Love it. Recommend it. I then went back to Riverdale and Sabrina on Netflix, which... I loved, they got that dark, creepy vibe. I made it through season one for both of them. And I was like, these are great. I should start season two and just never committed. So I watched two episodes, one for each one. And again, they're still good. Season two, right off to a bang. So I think I'll continue with those. I give them thumbs up. And then I took some recommendations from friends. So I had a couple friends tell me, flea bag was good. I watched two episodes a couple months ago and uh-huh. I was like, nope, not doing it. Yeah. I just didn't like the character. They've told me to persevere. I watched another episode. I'll give it a chance, but I'm still on the fence of like, this may not be for me. Honestly, I'm told- over Fleabag. I- Are you? How yes. far did you get into it? I watched like a good eight episodes and I find her character to be so annoying. Like, See, that's my problem. She just... I agree. I, I don't know. I feel like she's just... She's very selfish. I feel like she just makes... I don't know. I just don't like the the way she behaves and her portrayal. Like, there are some instances where they try to, like, show a smidge of a softer side. And it's like, yes, I'm sorry your friend died. But, like bad things happen and people still get to like people move on with their lives and aren't crappy humans because of it. So did you make it to season two? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I I gave it like a good solid chance. Yeah. Okay. So So. my friends told me make it to season two and that's where like the real stuff picks up. I was like, Oh, all right. So 
Uh, all right. I, I'm conflicted. So I'm going to give it like a conflicted... I haven't committed to it yet. It may go back on the back burner, but I did try it because a couple solid people were like, that's, that's a good one. The other two that were recommended, happy with a exclamation point. It is not happy like you should think. Our friend Dave recommended this, Dave Bluevelt, and he said, you should check it out. It's good. It's it's not happy though. And you got to be in the right mindset. And he, he was even like, you may not want to talk about it on the podcast. So I watched one episode. It's a hitman. So it's very gory. There's prostitutes and everything right off the bat. And it's he starts seeing an imaginary friend of his daughter's, a unicorn, and they're they're going through the adventure together. It's dark. It's not great. And it's gritty. If you're in that kind of mood, it's kind of good. And like I would say it's a similar thing to if you're in the mood for Westworld. If you're in the mood for Happy, it's good. I like it. I I am not going to just binge watch it, though, because I feel like my mind would become like a super dark place. Yeah, that you don't want to yeah. be like, I think with right. the current state of the situation, like our world, like I don't find myself wanting to watch shows that are like dark. And that's a great point because I kind of just bounced back to some oldies, but goodies where I was like, I know I, I talked to my friend Hallie about this. We were like, we go back to shows that we know how we're going to feel. So we rewatch them. Like the office is my big one recently. But I went back and watched Felicity. Do you remember that show? I do. Yeah. That's a very old show. Oh, super old. But it it gave me the feels of like when I watched it in college. And it's so awkward. It's just there's these stares between characters and it's sexual tension, but it's awkward. And like there's like pushing your hair behind your ear in an awkward manner as you're talking to a boy you kind of like, but you don't really know why. And you're like, ah, it made me feel like super good to watch it. So I was like, oh, I wish I had those problems. (laughs) (laughs) And then I watched to make it like more like warm, fuzzy throwback in the day. Daria and Sailor Moon. I watched a couple episodes of both of them. (sighs) Just takes me back to a, a better time when I didn't have to just stay in my house forcefully. I did it willingly. And yes. Just on your own TV. terms. Right. On my own terms. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say for me, that is the most amount of stuff I've been watching a long time. Wow. That is very impressive for you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm giving myself an A plus just for having tried out a ton of shows, rated them. And I also appreciate all the feedback people gave me. That's good. Yeah. How did you do? Oh, we did pretty good. I I mean, okay. So the show that I that was I was kind of excited about was Outer Banks. Oh I wanted to check I so, wanted to check that out. Yeah, we were we were corn streaming, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the concept is it's it's a young group of teenagers who live in the Outer Banks. Some of them are wealthy, others are kind of like more of the like working crew for the wealthy people essentially is anyone on meth in this show no no okay there's there's no tiger king vibes happening at all (laughs) because i really thought it might be like tiger king meets some like trashy reality tv no no it's actually it's like an actual story like it's it's got a like plot to it. it's not like documentary-esque it's actually like a show but the concept is this young crew of friends one of the 
kid, one of the teenagers, his father like mysteriously disappeared at sea. And there's like a treasure to be found on the island. So there's some like wild things that kind of happen in between that. And these kids essentially go on this like treasure hunt and to understand like what happened to this kid's dad. So it's pretty oh. good. Yeah. I mean, Johnny didn't like love it, but he watched <laughs> it with me. And I was into it. I mean, there are definitely some parts that are kind of like annoying because they're trying to build the characters, but I don't know. I mean, it's one season and we got nothing better to do anyway. So <laughs> Right. So you decided to try it. Well, I'm good. I'm glad you actually did try it because I was on the fence of trying it. I was like, I don't know. I'm coming off too hot to handle. Yes. I, I don't know that I can jump into another dum-dum. Yeah. So, you know, it was fine. The other shows that we have been watching is basically anything on the t- on the the King sh- Network, the Food Network. Still crushing. I really want everyone to watch Guys Grocery Games. If you haven't, <laughs> you really should. It's amazing. It will it will make you feel a little bit better that I actually was thinking about trying out a food show. I just ran out of time. So I will, for the sake of our listeners, try Guys Grocery Challenge next for the next podcast. That'll be my laugh out loud. Okay. That sounds good. And then... I am obsessed with House Hunters International. Like, <gasps> really? Oh, man. Oh, my God. I've always liked it, but like now that I have so much time, it's just like crazy. And the thing Consumed is, is you. Like, you can binge hardcore because they're like 25 minute episodes. So you can't really power through it. But it's always like, it actually, this is probably my, I'm going to just say my laugh out loud, but it's always like, a couple and they have polar opposite views on everything. And it's like, Oh yeah. Like where I'm like, a am like, a I work for a nonprofit and like, he like knits sweaters for funsies and <laughs> we want like a, a 700 square or 700 like bedroom house. But like <laughs> budget is $1 Bob. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and th- you just summarized why I can't watch that show. Cause I loved house hunters. I started watching international a while back and I was like, I can't do international. Just what you said drives me bonkers. It's just, yeah. I mean, Johnny and I like scream at the TV. We're like, what? <laughs> like what kind of logic is that? <laughs> See, and that's me with property brothers. I'm like, what? You think you could get that for like a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars? That's ridiculous. Do you yeah. know where you live? Yeah. So that is just, <laughs> just a mess. And then the last show that we watched is The Circle. <gasps> it's on oh, Netflix. Yes. Concept is kind of interesting, but so basically it's kind of like a core. It's, it's like almost like a self-imposed quarantine. Basically people there's like, I think there's a group of 10, 10 people and they all take on like their online personality. So you could choose to be yourself or you could choose to catfish and 
the only way you interact with, and like, this is like, you're in a confined space. They put you in an apartment and there's like a TV and it's like, it's the circle. Like you said, you talk to the circle, you can like chat and stuff with everybody else, but only via the circle platform. And then there's like different challenges. And then you have to like, try to get like the influencer of the group and it gives you immunity. It's a very like interesting social experiment. So we watched that and now they actually have the circle like international that's coming out. So, Ooh. And would you recommend this? Yeah. I mean, it's not like by no means is it like, Oh my God, this is like high quality TV, but you get invested because you want to know who wins and there's just cool themes because like each person, like there's a little bit of like feely vibes to it because like some people choose to be a catfish cause they're like, they're not, they're worried that like, as they are, they're like regular, like some people are maybe overweight or don't have an appearance that they think would be like positive on social media. So they choose to catfish and then in the end they can like, they kind of get to explain themselves and everyone like hugs and stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, I would recommend it. I would give it a Okay. If you're just like, man, I don't know, something kind of mindless, but like moderately entertaining. It's, it's a good one. All so, right. I mean, I'll, I'll check it out, but it sounds like we did some reviews of good shows. I'm glad you like covered the ones I wanted to know about. Yeah. Yeah. You want, and you watch love is blind, right? I did. Oh my God. I love that show. My mom just watched and she was like, did you really like it? She's like, I just can't handle it. And then she, she revealed, she went through the whole like season. And then she's like in the reunion, did you see so-and-so? I was like, so, I mean, you don't have to like it, like it, but you liked it enough to get to the end, mom. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I was like, I feel like if you call it quits after like episode one or two, then you really didn't like it. That's where I'm at. So... Very yeah. true. Should we jump into our pillars? Well, I already did my one pillar. Oh, so. yeah. Well, then jump into your... You did laugh out loud. So productivity and your workout, butter off the buns. Well, I've been doing the elliptical that w- that Johnny and I bought. Well, Johnny bought prior to Rona. So that's butter off the bunsies. I got to say, I have to force myself on it. I don't like love just aimlessly doing the elliptical, but... Everyone's got to do their part and stay inside. So, <laughs> and you're being a true patriot. Good job. Yes, yes. And then my productivity is, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. Oh, I bought golf clubs. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, you went golfing. And well, I, well, I bought, and now I own golf clubs. They'll arrive on Monday. And I'm very oh, excited. Wait, you, you bought these because of golfing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a golfer now. That's a hot take. <laughs> I golf now. And that is where I'm at. <laughs> so. Well, I will jump into my pillars then. Yeah. So, Productive was also rough, except I decided to take the extra time I have to set up my bullet journal, like a real bullet journal instead of, I've been like using it, but as like scribbles, ideas, to-do lists, like in the margins and everything. Yeah. Yeah, So this week I took time to do a weekly template and it's now nice to wake up and be like, oh, 
Remember that thing I wrote down? Oh yeah. Yeah. This is why I like bullet journaling. When I go back to it, it actually works. So I re-kicked that off. And I think it's nice because now I can like do my doodles in the margins and, and pretend like I'm a real bullet journal or like I see on Pinterest. And then laugh out loud, this just showed up in my feed yesterday and I sent it to so many people. The creepiest things that are in museums. Did you see this? I did not. Okay. So museums have started doing virtual tours, which is great. I actually went on a virtual tour of the Guggenheim. You know, it's okay. You go through some stuff. It's better if they tell you like why it's important on what you're looking at. Cause I find if I go to some museums, even in real life, I look at a painting. I'm like, I mean, sure. Sure. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Right. But this one, they asked museums to give the creepiest things that they could find in their museum. And they did not disappoint. There was a ceramic of a severed leg that grew its own legs and started walking around like a monster. And of course, a broken children's dolls that like are just smashed. There was another one, which was a wig from a Roman female with the head pins in it. Oh, that's creepy. It was all kinds of creepy. Yeah. So feel free to Google that and check that out. And then my last one, workout. I give a shout out to my coworker, Donna. She's got me into the Fitbit challenges of doing the steps with these eight other people. And I just, that gamification works on me. We stepped it up this week. See what I did there? Stepped it up to step bet, B-E-T. And that's the app where you basically put a monetary bet. So I did $40. You join a game and you say, I, according to my step, like, so you need a Fitbit for this. It'll analyze your Fitbit steps for like about the last week or two and then say, Hey, this is an active day for you. So like my active day, because I've been walking like a Momo is 14,000. And then it'll give you a power day, which is like two to 3000 steps more and say, Hey, if during this three week period, you can do two power days and four active days and you get a freebie a week, then you can split the bet pot. So if I put in $40 and everyone else did, there's a bet pot. But if you miss any of those days, you are kicked out. So if after a week you've missed like a power day, then your money is taken from you. And if I win, I get to split the pot with the winners at the end. And my friend Donna said she got $100 in the last year from this. Yeah, that's great. I mean, why not? Yeah, so I... So it's, I've only been doing it for three days, but it has super encouraged me to be like, I want that money. It's just the gamification I need. I even felt so compelled to sign up for a six week one. So that may be ambitious. I might regret this, but I was like, Hey, I keep hearing that this pandemic is going to last a while. I'll probably be walking. I might as well be walking for money. Yeah. Why not? I mean, definitely yeah, a good motivator. So. Yeah. So there you go. Pillars, TV shows. We got all the things. Yeah, we do. I all think right. that's well, a wrap for everybody. Yep. LOL. LOL.